Welcome to another edition of Michael L. Craver Presents. Just wanted to take a few minutes, record a short one about priorities, making this podcast a priority. Early Tuesday morning, my weekend runs uh, a little differently. I work Tuesday through Saturday, get off at 5 p.m., and I'm off until Tuesday morning, which is when I'm recording this. So my priorities, uh, financial priorities have, have been the thing that have been on the forefront <clears throat> this week and uh, just you know, paying it forward. And you can do that through all kinds of acts of service. I was watching some wonderful uh, folks talk about how no one uh, seems to have the uh, community viewpoint anyway of folks uh, being involved in acts of service and being a servant to one another and being involved in their community. The uh, popular language is to call people um, entitled or that people have a sense of entitlement, which may be your way of describing it. I look at it and I say to myself, uh, you know, I have the chance to to do something for somebody. It's wonderful. But uh, look at what it costs you today and tomorrow and and maybe how you delegate or how you spread it out. You know, for instance, taking on a new role uh, professionally today where I have more responsibility. Um, be a lot of strangers, as, as many folks would say, but as my mother has said to me, never met a stranger. Oh, there is my alarm cocking my ear in the morning. Look, I, um, ended up doing a little bit of analyzing numbers and looking at financing and saying, here are numbers, right? I owe this, I'm looking at this investment. I'm looking at this for Christmas. And what is it that will change about this number? Now, it could be that you could find a discount, right? You got Black Friday. You got, maybe you could get lower numbers. It could be that something is no interest. So you want to pay it off in installments and do it two by two by two instead of saying, here's six up front. Uh, it's quite frankly uh, in your best interest to do things uh, with in terms of your credit score with financing, Uh Let's say you go to the car shop and they want to put $2,000 worth of repairs on something, but it's the same as cash if you apply for their card. There's no interest. Pay it off in 12 months, let's say. So if you do that, you would be deferring the money back, but essentially you're going to pay them $2,000 today or you can pay them you know, over the next 10 months, you can pay them $200 a piece. It seems a lot easier to break up and stomach, right? And it is. And, you know, you're always welcome to pay it off first. You could give them your $2,000 next month, two months, four months. But having those options makes it a lot more palatable. It allows you to stretch your dollar a lot further. And so I look at people who are putting their finances on the books and I say, look, here is XYZ. All right, you're going to pay the water bill? All right. Is it going to have a late fee? No, they, I mean, they don't charge a late fee right away. Right. Okay, well, if you if you can't make the payment this month, maybe look at the things that are not going to have a late fee, and those are going to be number one. Maybe you know that, uh, for instance, your power company is going to have uh, a promotion going on. It's, I guess it's not a promotion, but it's more of a leniency that they're not going to charge uh, for the second month, or that you could call them up and say, hey, I'm deferring payments because of coronavirus or other economic situations. They often have a, the ability to work with you on those things. So so that's something to think about. Oh, I could flex an extra $200 this month and pay that towards, uh, let's say you have a car loan or credit card debt or whatever it might be. And those are wonderful things for somebody to be able to utilize because if you got $400 and 100 is going to the power and I could make that minimum credit card payment, and I got a little bit over here, and I got some money I want to spend on Christmas uh, for my son, daughter, dogs, cats, grandparents. Uh, 
how far can you stretch those dollars? Well, if you could spread some of them around, right? And pour a little more money on Christmas is, is limited time only, right? So you gotta you gotta spend that money now. Uh, could you defer the power payment to January? You could, you could go ahead and do it. Maybe let Duke Power know that's what you're gonna do, and you're paying in January. And I think that you know you putting that on the record and being straightforward with them is it means everything to them. They offer the program uh, so that you can talk to them up front, and uh, you can say, hey, uh, Pike Energy, uh, City of Winston Salem, City of uh, Los Angeles, whoever your your power might be supplied by, and look at them and say, look, here's my plans. Uh, can you guys go ahead and, and put this in the works? That way you're not having to call later and, hey, will you take the interest off of that? Will you take the late fee off of that? Uh, just let them know up front what your plans are and then stick to those plans. And if you need to write that stuff down, and, and Microsoft has uh, excellent Excel sheets, there's great uh, apps that you can use for your financing with your line items, and you put your budget in and start you know, putting in the individual things that you owe people, and they'll pull it out of your budget, and it'll show you whether you're balanced or whether you're going in a hole. And there's nothing wrong with going in the hole uh, for the right reasons. But uh, that's for you, Anthony. But uh, I just look at it, and I just I, I look out there, and I say, you know, my priorities are to make sure that the people around me are as happy and comfortable and uh, safe as they can be. So if it's a safety issue, you know, if it's an education issue, if something's going on, oh my kids got to have a computer for school. Oh man, got to get that computer. Bam, got a computer. Um, you know, my daughter needs a clarinet for the band. All right, well, okay. all right, let's look into it. Let's, what are our options? And it's important to see those things up front and be able to consider your options because that helps you better budget your money. Not because you know about it, because you might be able to change the amount of money you owe. I mean, if you can defer stuff that's not going to accrue interest, it's, that number's never going to grow, then just pay it later. Hold on to more of your money now and pay what's the price. Priority. And so if she's getting, oh, needs a clarinet, but I said, oh man, so at six weeks, well, let's shop around for six weeks. Let's ask questions. Let's go join a Facebook group. Let's jump through Google and Stack Overflow and wherever else I can ask a question. Let's see what musical places have uh, bought and sold items online. There's Craigslist. There's so many avenues for these things. I'm sure there are other programs that get instruments for kids. If you were to have the time to go and, you know, write and make yourself eligible maybe they could place an instrument in your hands free of charge right somebody's donated one whatever it might be think about those things those uh situations in the community are not designed <coughs> as charity or <coughs> so you feel bad excuse me about yourself those situations are designed often to redistribute what otherwise would be waste somebody would take that clarinet and sling it in the back of a goodwill and it's going to sit on the shelf till somebody discovers it and it's late, it's rusted, it's lost, it's um, zazz, you know. And what you can do for yourself is just make yourself aware and your business known to the community. And that increases the traffic around you, right? People see you, they acknowledge you, open door policy. Uh, hey, there was a guy looking for a clarinet. Let's get him one. Maybe you've got some issue with... Something in your home, furniture, car, appliances. Man, I'm looking for a freezer, you know. We really want to stock up, get a meat truck, and I don't got a freezer. And Hey, uh, old, now Jeff down there at the church, now he's giving away a freezer. He's trying to get rid of one. He's going to take it to the landfill or he's going to, you know, 
no, no, I'll take it. And you never know what that situation is going to be financially. It could easily be something that somebody would lay in your lap and say, I just want to find a good home for it. Right? That's the way it always used to be with animals. Now everybody's trying to, you know, turn it and be a breeder and get their dollars. But, you know, that was the way it was. You had a dog. Maybe your dog was with another dog. What, however you ended up with perhaps mixed or unexpected litter. Free to a good home. Not anymore. Everybody thinks that everything's, you know, worth some nominal amount of money. And that's just, it's not the the way community can work. To look at it and say, oh, I, I ran into these puppies by accident, more or less free of charge. Uh, but I, now don't get me wrong, if you're going to pay for them to go to the vet and feed them and do all of these precautionary things, then you have invested and maybe you're trying to get a, a whatever your term, rehoming or some fee might be back, right? But there's nothing wrong with uh, saying free to a good home and, and you know you're doing everything that you can do. Yeah, we're going to have a yard sale, right? And you want minimal amount of money to have the yard sale store it, whatever, whatever. But the yard sale is, is definitely not an estate sale. It's not designed as an auction. It's not designed. There's the term yard sale in and of itself. It denotes a very discretionary discount that you're going to put things up for. And there's nothing wrong with, you know, basically just handing your goods over to somebody else nearly, if not free of charge, <laughs> because they're going to use them and you're not, right? You know, what are you, you're carrying waste on purpose. Well, I mean, that's mine. I paid for it. All right. Well, you paid for that food that you just dumped into the fixture out there. So, you know, it's in the bottom of the outhouse or it's in the bottom of your commode. And you, all right. You holding on to that shit? No, I mean, because, well, the, I mean, what, what is this? It's, it's useless possessions or, or more or less it's timeless and... Uh, devoid of any actual activity. So if it's going to sit around and take up space, are you really looking to occupy space? Does it increase the energy efficiency of your home? Like, What is the purpose of just holding on to it? I don't really hold on to it if I can't get no money out of it. But you're not getting use out of it either. You know, you know what I'm, So you're doing something good for somebody, which in turn, hopefully they'll do something for somebody else. Um, I'm going to wrap this up by, by telling a story, then I'll... I'll if I think about it, I'll put the link up. Pat Morita, who plays the original Mr. Miyagi from Karate Kid, plays Achu on Sanford and Son with Red Fox. He tells this story of how he and his wife were shopping for homes, found a home in the valley, didn't have enough money to start the down payment and get the process underway. Red Fox being his mentor and his comedy buddy. Uh, those of you who don't know, Pat Morita was a stand-up comedian and so forth before he got into TV, before he did Mr. Miyagi. Red Fox of Sanford and Son, Royal Family. If you don't know who Red Fox is and you're listening to my podcast, I might ask you to leave. Um, so he talks about, he goes to Red's house. Maybe Red's got an idea. Maybe Red could help us out. He'll know something. Whatever. And he tells Red what's going on. And Red is... Looking around, he's patting his shirt. He, oh, where's the checkbook? Honey, honey, go get the checkbook. And he's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And Red says, I don't want to hear nothing from you. I don't want to hear you're going to pay me back. I don't want an IOU. I don't want you to mention it ever again. I'm doing this for you. Someday, you're going to be in a good place. And you can do this for somebody else. 
All I ask you is when you get to that place, you do this for somebody else. I heard that story, um, I guess six or seven years ago, maybe. I didn't know it existed. But um, I've been trying to find this A&E biography that where towards the end they talk about Red Fox. Because my understanding is that the IRS took a hell of a lot of his money. He signed on to do Royal Family. He was trying to get his back on his feet, and he had a heart attack, and he died. And uh, Andy Murphy, who studied under Red Fox as well, did Harlem Nights, a lot of other stuff, uh, reached out and paid for this God Bless America funeral uh, for Red Fox. <laughs> Which I thought was like the the circle coming all the way back around, you know what I mean? So know what your priorities are. So that if you prioritize things and you have some little extra that you can spend, you can put a little on hold, you can put a little up front. When situations come around, and it may be so that you can help somebody else, because that's why I do it. Make sure that you are not overspending whatever's in front of you. That you have your priorities right. Not just so you can live comfortably, have a budget, be safe, and so forth. Do it in a way that you can help the people around you if an emergency arises. If a need or a want arises. Having that ability to be able to hold on to just a little bit more, to give away just a little bit more, has meant the world to me and my... conscience has felt better because for all of the different mistakes I've made I've always tried to have this ace in the hole to be able to turn over and say look I I am not perfect I've not I've not budgeted my mistakes correctly I've gambled on people and jobs and relationships I've said things that have cost me a lot done things that have cost me a lot. But I hope that learning from those mistakes, in the meantime, that's where I'm paying interest, and that when it comes back around to being able to do something for somebody, if it's with my energy, with my time, with finances, whatever it might be, that I'm able to give back. If it's because you volunteer, if it's because you put in elbow grease, if it's because you put in a dollar, put your name on the line. I don't think that I only do that because I've fucked up in the past. I think it's my nature. And uh, my father is somebody who taught me that. My mother has done that a lot. People in my family have given back a lot for Habitat for Humanity or volunteering at missions or a lot of going on building teams and going overseas and doing things for people that live in conditions you would never envy without running water and with no modern conveniences. Don't worry about cell phones and things. I mean, these people don't have heat and air or climate control. Uh, it's just the way I was raised to be able to... Um, you you pay it forward so that you have that, that little bit of surplus, that padding, that uh, maybe that little pocket. You know, there's a little change in my pocket. Okay, here you go, sir. This is all I got. 
You enjoy it. You need it more than I do. And um, I don't look at people who need it more than I do today uh, as people who are needy or greedy or taking advantage of me or anything else. Because there are times I ask for people's acknowledgement, their attention. That's what the open door policy comes from is because I'd like for people to acknowledge me or give me the time of day or maybe I, I really need to be able to talk to them, okay? And <clears throat> that's what I'm asking for your time or your attention or you to just to give me some energy my way. I need some of your energy. I need some of you to pick me up, to keep me going. I don't need your money. I don't need any bullshit. I just need you. And sometimes that's where I need you <laughs> more than everything around you needs you. I need you to turn your priorities and focus on me because I need you to help me up. Uh, I'm I'm dragging behind. I'm the back of the pack. I'm going to finish the race dead last. I may not finish the race. I need you to pick me up. I need you to give me a little bit of security, time, conversation, reassurance, whatever it might be. And that makes me able to go that extra mile. It gives me the extra footsteps that it takes to, to go the distance. I'd have fallen on my face. But uh, you grab me underneath of an arm, pick me up, and I was doing as much of my share of it as I could. I made bad mistakes. Uh, you know, I burned the candle at both ends or whatever you may say, right? And I was going to run out of energy. I wasn't going to be able to finish the race. I was not going to be able to go the distance. But with your help, support, you know, I was able to, to accomplish my goals. I was able to survive, uh, to live to fight another day, perhaps, to have, you know, more happiness with you. And sometimes those things uh, are, are far more valuable. Uh, they cost a lot more um, personally than money could ever mean, right? It's It's trust and loyalty and forgiveness and redemption and those are the things that I've, as I've become comfortable with my finances, or at least tried to get a hold on things where I feel like I'm never going to drown, right? I feel kind of secure. I should have had all the other things that didn't cost money <laughs> figured out beforehand. That money was like the last thing. Now, I feel like... Um, Money is whatever. It's budgeted, okay? And having been reckless in other places in my life, I'm working way harder to pay off and, and settle those situations than I've ever worked to pay off any invoice or bill or overdue. You gotta know where your priorities are. I hope you have a good Tuesday. Thank you for listening to me. <laughs>